0: Welcome to the dark side of travel. So you've dared to come jaunt with me. Thank you. Let me introduce myself. I'm Courtney Merock, ambassador of dark and paranormal tourism for Haunt Jaunts, a destination for restless spirits who dig hauntings, true crime, horror, Halloween, and weird days. I'll be your host and guide for this listening adventure. Looks like we've been cleared for takeoff, so buckle up, sit back, and enjoy the ride.
1: Okay, okay. Can you still hear me? I can. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Awesome. Okay, so I think it's recording. And first of all, thank you all for your time. Thank you, you for having us. Yeah. And um, gosh, I don't even know. Okay, so I do know where to start. I know Alyssa just said it, but um, Dr. Mayer, can you pronounce your first name for me again? Maria. Maria. Okay, I didn't want to mispronounce it. I'm like, um. <laughs> okay. Thank I you. it. Thank you. No, thank you. And um. I really appreciate it. that Alyssa gave me the heads up on, all, on who all was going to be. I'm so excited for all of you. And I'll just sort of throw this one generally out there um, to whoever wants to answer it. But how did you guys all come together for this expedition? Like, had you worked together before or?
2: No, we hadn't worked together before, but I was, uh, this is Bryce, by the way. Uh, I was familiar with uh with, with Ronnie and, and Russell's work and even Morea's. So when Travel contacted us about uh putting a team together, we really tried to make sure we all had uh, you know, different skill sets that would complement each other. So uh I think we really set about accomplishing that. Uh Russell Acord, he's a survivalist, uh hunter and uh Bigfoot expert and uh Ronnie LeBlanc he's a uh uh, a Native American historian and uh, author and researcher and of course Dr. Maria Mayer is a primatologist and anthropologist so um we really wanted to keep it grounded in expert researchers and uh and scientists
1: and that's i i thought what was really so i have to say when i put this out there when travel channel first contacted me people went bananas they were like oh my gosh this algorithm's like why have why haven't we ever seen this before? And people are really excited to see how that operates. Who had that idea?
2: You know, I, I want to take that one. This is Bryce again. If you ask the common man on the street, you know, how would you go about finding Bigfoot? I think they might say something like, you know, well, obviously you want to get there before Bigfoot does. So the idea to come up with a, an algorithm and use uh, data analysis was kind of a no-brainer. And uh and we hired an actual data analyst to to go through all of the uh, you know, thousands of sightings reported and to look for patterns. And and what it spit out was this hot zone in central Oregon. Uh and not only did it spit out a, a place like central Oregon, it told us a window of opportunity to do it in, which was uh which was a 3-week window in late summer.
1: Oh. Wow. That's, so that's why it was the three weeks that you guys were, and then I have a question. Let me make sure I say the name right. Um, for Russell, how did you, do you believe that big good is dangerous. Like, how did you prepare everybody for being out there for three weeks?
2: Actually Travel Channel picked everybody that was gonna be on the show. But as far as whether I believe in Bigfoot or not, I believe in the possibility. I've been following evidence and tracking and doing research since the seventies. So for me it's just a matter of following up. I'm a hard sell. I I take a lot of you know, convincing a lot of evidence. So it's been uh it's just been about the research for me. I've seen I've found a lot of things that really, really point to absolute but I'm still you know, gonna keep researching.
1: Okay, and then were you were you prepped for any kind any kind of confrontation at all in case if things got hairy or not even so much with Bigfoot, but bears or wolves or any of that sort of thing?
2: I've been in the woods from from my whole life uh, as a kid. What they did was they actually prepared us: bear spray, pepper spray. In case we had a contact with an animal that was aggressive. But for the most part, I
1: generally had no issues while I'm in the woods. That's fantastic. Okay. I mean, it is very, 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 very rare, but everybody, of course, is, you know, is sensationalized. Ah, big, and he's scary. And um, I don't know Has if this one might be for Dr. Mayer, or should I just call you Mariah? I don't know how to address you.
3: <laughs> Mariah's good.
1: Maria, Okay. Um, do you – what's your take on – Since you're a primatologist, and I personally have always thought if there is a a Bigfoot-like creature, he's got to be or it has got to be related to and, you know, a primate of some kind. And do you kind of feel that way with anything you may have seen?
3: That's that's a good question because, of course, all I have is uh, eyewitness accounts, right? So I have to base it on those accounts, all of which... Are incredibly consistent and do in fact point to what could be a possible either ape-like animal or hominid. Uh, so, and that's and that's why I was very intrigued by this expedition because, given my research in the field, looking at uh, mostly gorillas, let's say in, in, in Congo and Rwanda, I knew that I would be able to employ a lot of the same methodologies if, in fact, this was an ape. Right, we've got an ambulance coming by our our uh, studio here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I knew that I'd be able to employ a lot of the same methodology if, in fact, these reports are, are accurate and that's the sort of animal
1: that we were dealing with. Oh, so that's really, that'll be, so. I, and I know you guys can't give, this is what, it's a like, it's like killer, like, I'm like, I want to ask, like, when when will the bingo moment appear? When when can everybody expect because there's I don't know if it'll be really early in the episode or the series, but um it, it was said that there's there's,
3: there's, so, there's so much evidence that we found out there, uh that you can expect to see quite a lot every time you tune in. And uh even very early on, I think that the audience is going to be really surprised uh, by what we see and find. And all I can say is that we hit this one spot that we call a, a hot spot—you know, a hot zone—where the activity and the pieces of evidence that we were collecting were really uh, starting to form this incredibly, you know, think of it as pieces of a puzzle coming together. Uh, but the, the 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 more the closer we got. Uh, the more evidence we were finding. And I, I think that people are going to be very pleased with what we found out
1: there. Oh, wow. And so I know that I think it was, oh, I'm not sure now. Was it Russell who said that he he wasn't sure maybe before, but now he's like, it takes a lot to prove to him. Do I have the right person
2: yeah, I'm a hard sell. Basically, it takes a hard lot of Hard
1: sell, time. that's what you're
2: saying. So, so I, I get a lot of people that will show me things that they say as Bigfoot evidence. And then you get the pictures and the testimonials and the sounds. But a lot of times a sound or an audio can be um, something, unless you see what's making the noise, it's hard to, to really put your thumb on it and say beyond a doubt that's exactly what it is. And same with footprints. Uh, there's so much out there. So for me, it's just it's about getting really, really good evidence and pushing hard and going beyond just a, a blurry picture or, um, you know, structures, that sort of thing. So for me, it's been about getting the best research out there you can get.
1: Oh, that's amazing. It's, it sounds like you guys had a um, – and, okay, so this one's for Ronnie out of all of your investigations that you've done over the years has was this 3 weeks like maybe perhaps the most productive or what would you say about it
2: oh this was uh, an unbelievable experience to spend 3 weeks with uh, a team like this and have the technology in a hotspot was just amazing so this was this was amazing for me and it was an incredible experience and um, probably the best
1: thing I've ever done. Oh, that's awesome. And then this one is just for all of you guys. What What did you do, like, you know, was it all research all the time while you were out there, or did you did you tell campfire stories, or like what? how did you kind of, you know, in the downtime to recharge, or, or were you just so amped up you were just in it to win it for those three weeks?
2: You know, as much as we would have loved to... Uh, sit around and cook some marshmallows we only had a limited window of time and so we were really uh objective driven and uh you know three weeks may sound like a lot but w- when you're looking for an elusive creature like this as I'm sure Dr. Mayo will tell you it's, it's not a whole lot of time so um I'd like to think that we use you know day and night and every day of those three weeks to uh uh you know to uh use our expedition's time as, as best as we could and you know I think I think viewers are gonna be really shocked and surprised at just how much evidence we were able to find. I mean even I was surprised. I, I was going in there hoping to find one or two pieces but but we found a whole plethora of evidence uh which really made a composite picture for compelling evidence of Bigfoot.
1: So do you think this will now abandon again You know, feel free to answer whoever. Um, Do you think this will change the way or improve the way, or maybe both, the way people from here on out go about looking for and maybe finding Bigfoot?
3: So it has certainly changed my view on Bigfoot. I uh, was asked the first day of our expedition if I believed in Bigfoot, and my response at the time was, ask me in three weeks the truth is, is it doesn't matter what I believe because, you know, this isn't a religion, right? So I'm only interested in facts and evidence. And what I saw saw out there and the evidence that we collected really changed my views on, on Bigfoot in, in very many different ways. For one thing, there were things out there that we experienced and we saw that science alone couldn't explain. In fact, science couldn't explain it at all. So I think that for uh, believers, this show is going to strengthen uh, what what they already believe to be true, and I think for skeptics out there, I think it's going to move the needle, and it's going to make you question things
1: uh, that you may not have felt comfortable questioning before. Oh, my. That's, that's big statements. Also, I love what you said. That is – I don't think I've ever heard anybody put it that way before, that – it doesn't matter what I believe. This isn't a religion. Oh, my gosh. That's like, that, that's quotable. I mean, <laughs> just just know you could be quoted for years on that one by all. That's amazing because it's so true. <laughs> um, and <K-Y-O-R>. what about. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was good
3: It's sure. <laughs> 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 become like family us
1: uh? <laughs> that that was gonna be one of my questions too, like since you guys you know you got pulled together and you're kind of put in a situation, I guess you have to have each other's back to some so did that just really bond you guys together? It sounds like it did, I mean.
2: We became, uh, this is Russ, we became much more cohesive like a family would. We actually know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and we play off of that. Basically, if it's something that I'm not strong with and Dr. Maria is or Ronnie is or Bryce, you know each other and yourself well enough to pass that on to who's going to be able to handle either the evidence better or the situation better. So, yeah, we've Um, become actually very close.
1: That's awesome that's really odd. And did you, did you, okay, so people are really, you know, there's so many theories about where did Bigfoot come from? Is it, you know, from this planet or another planet? Did you guys have any kind of, while you were out there also um, extraterrestrial or UFO kind of encounters at all?
2: This is uh, Ronnie. So I looked with Monsterland, which is kind of ties in an area of in Massachusetts that has orbs and UFOs and Bigfoot sightings. And when you kind of look deeper into these different hot spots around the country, they seem to have all those ingredients. And um, so my approach is kind of this high strangeness, paranormal side of it, which is, you know, unexplainable right now, but it's stuff that the, the Native Americans have talked about for hundreds of years. And we did experience some of that high strangeness that kind of comes hand in hand with Bigfoot uh, on this expedition.
1: Oh. Wow. And and will viewers get to see some of that also? Yes, you will. Ooh, that's really exciting. Okay. Um and what about okay, so Bryce, um for as expedition operations, what all did that entail? And like I'm envisioning like wrangling the people and the equipment and putting everybody, you know, where they should be. Is am I wrong or
2: no, not at all. So, you know, um, my goal really served as someone to kind of uh, work outside the hot zone area. And what that entailed was uh, being able to bring in different types of high-tech equipment to the team as they needed it and also to pull out any sort of evidence that they gathered from the hot zone and uh, take it for scientific analysis. Um, so we really needed, uh, you know, these guys, listen, uh, these guys were the really – the, the real investigators out there—they were the boots on the ground. They're the ones that you know stayed in those tents overnight for three weeks at a time in these densely wooded areas of Oregon, and uh, so they—they they were out in it. And I was—I uh, was just in a cabin a mere five miles away, but I needed access to uh, Wi-Fi and reliable transportation and and stuff like that. But uh, it was the opportunity of a lifetime. I'll put it that way.
1: Oh, that's fantastic! And how much did you guys? Hike like? Did you put in miles every day, or were you? Was your base camp pretty much within the hot zone itself, or that one can it be for anybody?
2: Nothing on how many miles we traveled daily. Everybody did their fair share of loading up the backpack and going out back and forth. We had set up trail cams. We'd set up um, just places that we wanted to get to and circle back and research those areas. It, it We had, what was it, Bryce, how many miles? 90,000. Uh, 90,000 90, square, 90, square acres. You can imagine. You could walk for days. Oh, gosh. And you're talking about uh, 60-some miles square. So there was plenty of room to do a lot of navigating up and over the hills and, and through the uh, the wilderness. So we did a lot of moving around.
1: Oh, my God. Well, that puts it really in perspective, Why you know, three weeks. Week. Oh, go ahead, doctor. It was a bit 24/7 in that
3: you know during the day we would be looking for evidence that we really you know needed daylight for, uh, or going back to places where we thought there might be evidence that we couldn't really see late at night. And then of course at night we were out there uh, during the hunt, you know, because uh, Bigfoot is reported to be nocturnal. So that's when we would expect to see the most amount of activity. So it was a, a a pretty grueling three week expedition out there.
1: Yeah. Now that puts it a lot better in perspective because, uh, the, first of all, the ninety that's ninety thousand square That's all. That is a lot, and just for three weeks. And there were was there a total of four of you out in the field then? Correct.
2: Yep. Yeah, yeah. There were four of us on the team.
1: Okay. So that is, <laughs> that's a lot of ground holy cow and and also that the, the fact that you do have to do you know part in the day and part in the night that doesn't leave you a lot of time to rest or relax or anything else not like a camping kumbaya kind of a thing um wow no, that's no glamping here. no glamping <laughs> i love that <laughs> glamping with big um where else do you guys think, like, do you think you'll do an expedition Bigfoot 2? Would you go back to the same spot, or would you hit one of the other big locations? Where
2: they The plan is that if we get into multiple seasons, there's so many other places that showed that were active spots where the algorithm showed to be uh, good places to go. So we had to choose one for season one, and if we continue on, which that's our plan, um, there's plenty of choices to go from there, but I don't know if we'll. Go and
3: as new data comes in, those places could change. So that'll be a decision we make as we get closer to that date.
1: Oh, that's awesome to know. Okay, that's very exciting. And um, I, th- I had one more question, but I and thought I, I wrote it I'd down.
2: Like guys, in, oh, sorry, this is Rice again. I'd like to put these guys in the swamps of Florida and help confirm oh. the existence of the uh, Sk- Florida skunk ape. <laughs>
1: You know, I have a funny story about the skunk, well, it's not that funny, but um, we went to the Okie Finoki with some friends, and my we took a little boat tour, whatever, my friend thought she was going to embarrass me by asking the guide, oh, well, you know, what's about this skunk ape, and he looked at her, you know, in all seriousness, he said, oh, no, if you smell it, you're, you're going to know, that's no joke, <laughs> and she was really, like, she was really trying to embarrass me, but that's, That's uh, always interested me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that one's one's certainly promising. And I think it might be a different species uh, than the one that inhabits the Pacific Northwest. So uh, that would be a real boon to science to know that there's not just uh, one type of species out there to be discovered, but but multiple different versions.
1: Oh, my gosh. That would be amazing. And that would be really amazing if with you guys and, and the different kind of research, you're the ones I like uncover i mean that's really cool so this is very exciting and a lot of very very, very cool stuff to look forward to in your so is there anything else oh okay so this was my other question when you guys got done or with any not even this one but with anyone um any investigation what do you do to like you know unwind? what do you do when you get back to the real world i guess is there like do you go get pizza or beer or like Something you miss while you're out working,
2: or all the above, all the above. Take a shower, shower first. See the family, eat the beer, family, all of that. Yes.
1: Uh, that's awesome. The next Yeah, as soon as we got
2: back, we're already talking about. All right, when are we getting back out there? When yeah, when is yeah. again? In the next one? It's hard to come off of something like that too. After being out in the field, it becomes your routine and how you do business. And then when you're finished, you you have that. Quiet. You you don't. You're not surrounded by the woods anymore. and You're thinking, I all I wanted to do was just go back. Huh. I mean, I, I, for myself, all I wanted to do was go back and have the same team and keep going. There's always so much more to to, to do.
1: And is this Russell talking? It is. I thought so. <laughs> just knowing that you said you liked being out in the woods, I can just imagine that being in regular civilization wouldn't be so great. <laughs>
2: Yeah, they don't let me carry peppers for you in town. I don't get it.
1: (laughs) People, I think, are worse than the animals. (laughs) Oh, and did you guys have any other encounters out there? Did you happen, you know, not even bad, scary ones, but just either it could be paranormal or just a funny one, you know, like a beaver that followed you around. I don't know if there's beavers out there, but, you know, something funny like that.
2: I think each and every one of us have had our own experiences, this is Russ, um, that, that are just kind of interesting or we could probably take up a, quite a few hours of your time just going through some of the things that we've seen and witnessed. And, there was
3: definitely some paranormal stuff happening out there. Yeah. right Oh, yeah.
2: Heavy. You... I mean, that's your that's your lane. Yeah. It, um, it seemed to happen right away. It didn't, it didn't wait for us to get settled. It's... Um, it just seemed to start kicking into into high gear as we started to go further down into this uh, expedition. So it was something that I was expecting to to come into the fray. And when it did, I got excited because along with that comes Bigfoot. So I felt like um, this is going to be promising, and it was.
1: Oh, and did you have to – did anything happen like light in camp or did you have to – to always go out looking to experience it, or could you guys just have been waking up and, boom, something happened?
2: It's funny you ask that because I think if you watch all eight episodes, you'll see what happened.
1: Oh, (laughs) that's a tease. I love these teases because I know it's so hard. Like, I know I have to be careful. Like, I I mean, I guess I could ask, and then you guys could tell me, but did did you actually see one this time? Or is that like, nope, can't let you know, just watch the show.
2: You answered it for me. That was
1: great. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling I've been holding back. There's so much I want to ask, but I know. I know what the answer will be. So um, I'm just like, Aah! it's killing me, though. So, But it's December 8th, right? That's when? That
2: is correct. It's Sunday yeah. night.
3: And, and then every Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central.
1: On track awesome. On track and is it track eight track episodes or ten? Eight. Eight, okay, that's awesome. Okay, so I'm hoping we don't have to wait for episode eight for this big, because there's something that, like they said in the press release, it's the most amazing, you know, video evidence yet. So I'm really excited to see what you guys get. I believe you've been
2: hooked from episode one.
1: One, okay, okay, that's awesome. Well, I know... Speaking for myself and a lot of the people that, you know, I've talked to, we're, we're already hooked and we haven't even seen it yet. So,
2: <laughs> Perfect. Very
1: exciting. But um, you know,
2: Do us a big favor and have your audience, uh, this is Bryce again, if uh, you, you can really help us out by having your audience spread the word and share it on social media and tell their friends to watch it. Because uh, we're really hoping this to be a, a big hit that lots of people see.
1: Awesome. I'll do that. I will definitely help do what I can and get it out. I'm so excited to talk to you guys, and I cannot wait for the premiere. I just have what two more days, I guess, now technically. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, um you guys, tag it and tag us,
3: and we'll
2: help you share it. Yeah, tag. You know, so we have a, a fan um expedition Bigfoot fan page, and it ends in a period. So, and it's on Facebook.
1: Okay. Do you want to tag
2: I... us on that? for the things that you share, that'd be great.
1: Okay. And is it do you have anything on Twitter and individually too? Yes. We okay. all have
2: social media,
1: so just feel yeah.
3: free
2: to
1: tag us on our personal sites. We'll get it out there. Yep. Okay. And Alyssa um sent me all of that so I do have that too. And um is is any are any of you guys associated with the Expedition Bigfoot Museum in Georgia?
2: No more no. Actually that's David Bacara's uh, museum and he's he's not part of the show but he is absolutely one of the neatest guys I've met and his museum is really um amazing if and I'm going to sit here and shamelessly say that that's probably the best museum I've ever been to.
1: Wow. Okay, well, that explains why it has so many great reviews because I saw that and I was kind of doing some research on the show and then that came up. I was like, wait, is this?" it, it didn't look connected because none of the names sounded, but I just thought I'd ask.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a great, great place.
1: That's it. Okay, well, see, I got bonus stuff I wasn't expecting to get because you guys are just awesome. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Hey, thank you guys so much and good luck and I will – Expect to be tagged. Awesome. Thank you so
2: Thank much. Thank Thanks for having us. Bye. Thank you. Bye
1: bye.
0: You've been listening to Haunt John's, a podcast for restless spirits. My name is Courtney Maroc, and it's been my pleasure to be your host and guide for this journey. I snag the music. Phantom from Space from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. If you'd like to continue exploring beyond the podcast, jaunt with me online anytime at hauntjaunts.net. Or if you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to Hauntjaunts wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also jaunt with me socially on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. You'll find links to all of Hauntjaunts' social media on the website as well as a player on the podcast page with all of the episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until our paths cross again, ciao for now.